Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Future Is Now podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Nakamura, and I am so glad you guys are joining in today on this Friday. Hope your Friday is going well, and I'm excited because Friday equals a Friday roundup. So we're going to be doing our Friday roundup, talking about a couple stories here I have for you guys. Uh, They're good stories. I can't wait to talk about them. Um, But before we get into everything, make sure you guys, if you haven't um, subscribed to the podcast, make sure that you do that. You can just click the plus or the subscribe button um, and, and also make sure that you guys are signing up for that newsletter. So the newsletter is something that um, I'm going to be announcing some cool things going forward, uh, some weekly emails for you guys. So if you haven't gone sign up for that, make sure you do. You'll see a, an uh, email coming your way on Monday. And so a lot of cool things that are going on um, with the ministry. So stay up to date with that. Um, and also, if you guys want to learn more about the Bible, because sometimes the Bible is intimidating um, and frustrating to read, uh, my friend over at Theos University have created such an easy, accessible, and fun way to learn about the Bible. It's sound doctrine, which is always what you want, and it's just it really engages you and helps you learn. So you can also click the link below to go to their website, check out all their courses, and make sure if you sign up, you use the code FUTURE10, that's FUTURE10, to get 10% off of your first month to support the podcast and take that journey into learning the Bible more. So uh, without further ado, get your hearts and your minds ready for today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Future Is Now podcast, where you can discover your calling, live with passion and purpose, and learn how to be the leader of the future. We all have a voice that people need to hear, and it's time to get the confidence to use our gifts to better the world. If you're here to grow in the things of God and develop a healthy mindset, you are in the right place. I'm so glad that you're here. So let's get excited about today's episode. All right, awesome. So uh, we're going to start off today with something that's a little close to home here. Honestly, I mean, we're I'm in the Seattle, Washington area, and so there's actually a school called Seattle Pacific University. It's a private Christian university up in Seattle, and uh, it just came out that they they're requesting a dismissal of a lawsuit that came your way. So um, I don't know if you remember this. There was a story a while ago. Basically, there's a lawsuit brought before uh, Seattle Pacific University, and so. So we're, the the school just went to the courts, Washington courts, and was like, hey, guys, can you please dismiss this? Um, and so the funny thing about this is the, the, the loss, okay, the lawsuit was brought by students, alumni, faculty, and staff, okay, so a group of them. They're known as the Seattle Pacific LGBTQ protest. So there's a group of students, alumni, faculty, and staff previous students, current students, and I guess they formed this coalition, this group of like pro-LGBTQ, and they sued Seattle Pacific University because Seattle Pacific University, again, like I said, it's a private Christian university, and they have a policy that bars people in same-sex relationships from being hired to full-time positions at the school. Um, They have a mission statement, obviously, at the school that says homosexual behavior cannot be seen as part of God's intended role for human sexual expression, regardless of a person's attraction in which does not accept marriage between people of the same sex. So this is where it's, I mean, you can't make this stuff up, right? It's, it's like, it's very confusing to me because you have people that obviously know what kind of school they're going to. And I would understand if a school changed their ideals 
you know, while they were going there. For example, like let's say you have a student, a college student, they go to UCLA and then all of a sudden, you know, they're a junior now and at UCLA two years in have, having a good time. And then all of a sudden UCLA uh, sends out an email and is like, Hey guys, uh, we're Christian now we're a Christian school. And so all of these uh, our rules are going to change and we don't believe in this and that, right? I'd understand a lawsuit at that point, but here's the thing. Seattle Pacific university has been around for 130 years, and they started with the same exact ideals that are in practice now, which, are, by the way, are traditional Christian views. Like the the traditional Christian church, historical Christian church, has has believed the same thing for like 2,000 years um, about homosexuality, and it just kind of started to change in the last whatever five years. But the the school hasn't changed in 130 years, so that's why it's funny to me. I'm like. Guys, you know, first of all, you're paying ungodly amounts of money. I think it's like $50,000 to go to the school. But you're paying money to go to the school. And what, you didn't like look up what the school was about? Like, hey, here are our values. You didn't like go to the homepage and just kind of read up a little bit. You kind of just blindly went in. And then when you were there, was it like, whoa, wait a second, this is Christian? Or wait a second, they're not pro-LGBTQ? It's such an inconsistent way of arguing. And I get it. I mean, I'm with SPU's staff or not staff, but their administration that are like, hey, can you dismiss this? Because this doesn't make any sense. You know, it's like, imagine I'm going on a vacation. And I decide to go to New York and I look up the nicest hotel in New York because I mean, we're talking about a lot of money that people are paying, right? So I look up the nicest hotel in New York and, uh, you know, it's like on their website, they're like, hey, just so you know, um, you can't bring your pets here, right? It's like, all right, cool. I go to the hotel I'm staying there and then like a week later, I'm like, hey, uh, I'm going to bring my pet here. And they say, no, wait, no, you can't do that. That's against the rules. And then I say, how dare you refuse my pet in here? I'm going to sue you. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. So that's why it's comical. You know, the first uh, story here, it's just funny. I mean, like what do people expect when you're going to a Christian university? And this is the circle we keep going around in. Because this is the sword that a lot of people are dying on in terms of progressive Christianity is the LGBTQ plus, um, you know, that's that's what they're willing to defend and say it's wrong and whatever. But the people that are bringing the lawsuit are like, well, we're not suing them because they're Christian. We're suing them because they're ex- they're not accepting of LGBTQ plus like people. This is the that's the same thing. That is the, that is the same exact thing, because A Christian identity is built in Christ and being built and rooted in Christ means that uh, we love God, obviously, and God in scripture says, hey, Jesus says, hey, if you love me, you're going to obey my commands. And that's the command of God is how he intended creation and sexuality to be. So if we really profess our faith, we have to abide by what he said. So people that are saying, no, 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 we don't, we're not discriminating towards Christians. We're just discriminating towards, or we just hate people that don't accept other people. Well, that's, guys, that's just, that's Christianity. I mean, that's, we, we believe in what we believe about sexuality, about man and a wife or man and a husband, wait, man and a, man and a woman, husband and a wife. And so when you're saying, no, we're not suing them because they're Christian, we're suing them because they're beliefs, they're one of the same thing. That's why it doesn't make any sense. So uh, interested to see what, what kind of the court decides, I guess, with this lawsuit. I mean, 
you know, honestly, our nation is kind of more under attack in terms of how we feel towards Christians. I mean, the world at large, uh, I've been saying this for a while, that discrimination is getting worse and worse against Christians. I mean, that's our next story coming up here, is there is a, a family foundation in Virginia, a Christian nonprofit, and uh, they had reservations to this restaurant, Metzger Bar and Butchery, for a couple of weeks. Well, 90 minutes before the reservation, they get a call from the restaurant manager says, hey, uh, you can't come in. We're refusing you service because of your pro-life stance. We're refusing you service because this is you believe a certain way, right? And that's just like a discrimination, the discriminatory acts that were, are preserved in our country that, that protect us from against discrimination. They include religion. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say is people are, you know, there's some people that are replying to my stuff like, oh my gosh, Spencer, just stop playing the victim card, right? It's like Christians, there's people that have it far worse. Listen, I get it. People have it far worse in other parts of the world. I'm just saying, if you don't say something, it just gets worse, right? If you don't take a stand at some point, things just continue to slide and continue to get the worse. That's why I'm saying something because this is discrimination. If I try to eat somewhere and people said no because I'm Asian, wow, national outrage. If someone tried to eat somewhere and they said, no, you can't eat her because you're a woman, national outrage. But because it's a Christian, no national coverage is justified. Yeah, because they're haters and bigots and this and that. It doesn't make any sense. It's intellectually dishonest in that argument. And so we have the Family Foundation in Virginia um, that are suffering from this. We have the SPU lawsuit that are suffering from this. And, and it's all to do with people attacking Christian values. They're attacking, and by attacking Christian values, they are attacking the Christian faith. Okay, because if we don't have our values, then what's the point of being a Christian? It's just a title at that point. There's no power in it. The power of Christianity comes from our obedience to our God and living a life of sanctification, uh, of um, growing and abiding by his will. Now, if we can't do that, then you might as well label us as anything because it's just a title at that point. Being a Christian revolves, uh, um, it requires action and it requires dedication and it requires sacrifice. And without that, then we're not really... Christians. We're just people saying that we're Christians, which is a lot of people in America today. They just want to be cultural Christians. They don't want to be biblical Christians. Um, so that's just crazy that, that that's kind of happening in front of our eyes. And I just, I just don't want it to get to the point where it's more, you know, I think you have it coming in the respect for marriage act, which guys, uh, gay marriage has been legal. So there's nothing that this act would do except for continue to discriminate against uh, the Christian ideals and the Christian faith and having us operate the way that we feel God wants us to operate. So um, I'll, I'll keep you guys posted on the type of discrimination, the type of things and prejudice that has happened in our country because it's actually pretty crazy to see before our very eyes. And finally, this, uh, this story, I posted about this on Instagram. If you saw it, Pastor Jamal Bryant wants to grow weed at his church to reach the masses. Okay, I can't make this stuff up. Sometimes I read an article and I'm like, am I reading a satire article? Like, am I reading the Babylon Bee right now? No, this is real article. Okay, great. Relevant Magazine posted about this. New Birth Baptist Church in Atlanta. Mega church. Um, the pastor, Pastor Jamal Bryant, um, he basically was on his podcast and started talking about how he wanted to grow marijuana. He wanted to grow cannabis at his church. <laughs> like, And the, the, the person interviewing him was like, what do you mean by that? And he, he basically was like, yeah, I just want to introduce concepts of sustainable farming and bring in black males. 
So I have a couple critiques here, obviously. Uh, um, I, it, it's crazy that I kind of feel like I have to say these things, right? But uh, whatever. I mean, I guess I guess that's the place that the, the some churches in America are at. So obviously this isn't okay, okay? Number one, marijuana isn't even legal in Georgia, okay? So <laughs> right off the bat, you're talking about something that's illegal. That's not. It's not legal, Right. So why are we talking about doing something at your church that's illegal? It doesn't make any sense. Maybe he's talking like in the future, I want to see this or whatever, but it's not even legal. Okay. That's the first hurdle, pretty big obstacle. But I want to kind of touch down on this. Number two, John 15, 19 says this, we are to be in the world, not of the world. In the world, not of the world. And that's a toe, that's a line that a lot of Christians toe. And that's a fence that's dangerous to be on because a lot of Christians, they want to be of the world and in the world. They want to preach the message of Jesus and salvation and holiness and God. But at the same time, like they, they want to be of the world. They want to partake in it. And one of the biggest uh, smoke and mirrors, one of the biggest masks that all of this hides behind is evangelistic. Okay, and I want to talk about this because I just feel like our our principles need to be better in terms of when we're talking about evangelism, right? When we're talking about, well, Paul said to the Jew, I am a Jew, and you know, we are to go to the people, and Jesus, there was always a, a, a seat at his table for sinners, and this, I get it, right? I get it. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm not saying that anything that I just said is inaccurate, but it is um, in act, it is, it is not okay when we look at the practical applications and what they actually mean. Okay. So first of all, when we're talking about evangelism, what is evangelism? Okay. Evangelism is what sharing God's love with the world. It's sharing the gospel story with people so that they might receive salvation. That's what evangelism is. And in my big thing with evangelism is is the word of God not enough? Like, is loving people how God called us to love people not enough? I feel like there's so much, like, there's so much focus on methodology and, oh, well, how do we get people to like church? And how do we get people to be more responsive to church? How do we make church cooler? And how do we make people want to be in the pews? Like, can we come to the understanding that the word of God is alive and active and it pierces hearts and it doesn't even matter who in the world we're talking about when the message of Jesus Christ enters somebody's heart, it can do anything. It can, it can soften any heart. It can turn any soul. So I'm just, I'm just kind of sick and tired of all like, well, we have to come up with more popular and cool ways and and because people aren't going to love church. Maybe they don't love church because you're fake. Like maybe they don't love church because we're being manipulative and fake and trying to sell a gospel that isn't real and trying to be something that we're not. Like maybe that's 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 the problem. We have to remember how people were drawn to Jesus, right? It wasn't like Jesus went to the brothels to preach to prostitutes, right? Did he engage in tax collectors and monetary ways? No, to get on their level. No, like people were drawn to the person of Jesus. They came to him. Zacchaeus got on a tree and humbled himself and humiliated himself because he heard about Jesus and he just wanted the real Jesus. This is what I'm saying, people. Like, the best evangelism starts with having great theology and reverence for God because that's where real power exists. That's what people actually are focused on. That's what people actually want to believe in. That's what people actually want a piece of is they want that Jesus. They want a real Jesus. So I just get, I just get so frustrated 
When we have churches that are like, hey, why don't we just like smoke some weed? Because that's the only way we can get black men and sinners to church. Like that's that's literally what he's saying. We're going to introduce concepts of farming and bring in black males. Like, you know what turns a black male's heart, a Asian male's heart, a white male's heart, an Indian male's heart? You know what turns hearts more than anything else? God, his holiness. Because in a world that is so dark, Jesus' light can shine so bright. So this is not okay. We are, our churches have to get back to, hey, we preach a Jesus that may offend you, but guess what? This is the true Jesus. This is the real Jesus. And this is the Jesus that can save you from eternity and hell. It can, it can turn your soul. And um, it's, it's where true power resides and exists. So um, I'm going to take a se- I'm going to step off of my soapbox. I know that was a little soapbox moment, but I just really believe, man, like the church, the, 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 the churches of America have to just go back to Jesus. We're preaching Jesus. We're preaching who he is. We're preaching what he's done for us. We're preaching who God is, that he's holy, that he's good, that we'll never live up to the standards. But guess what? Jesus came and died on a cross for our sins, bridging the gap so that when when God looks at us, he doesn't see our sin, but he sees, he sees the holiness and the perfection of Jesus. Like, why aren't we preaching that? We got to preach that better. Like, we don't need to be selling beers in church to get people to come to church. We don't need growing weed to get people to church. We just need, we just need actual Jesus. Okay, so um, those are the three stories that I have for you today. Um, I'm so glad that you guys decided to join in and listen. Make sure you guys are subscribing, sharing this podcast with somebody that needs to hear it. I love you guys. I'm praying for you. Um, thank you for being a part of the Future Is Now family. I'll see you next time.